Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. It's season two, episode 15. Well, welcome in. We have so much stuff to talk about. Um, We still don't have anybody telling us what kind of ridiculousness is going to happen in series survival, but we got more of that today. Absolutely. We're going to count down some stuff. And then... New segment. New segment. I know. It's going to be a good show. Shall we? We should. After you. It's time for... Whoa! Not not that after you. <laughs> you did it. You no. You said no, no. after you. After you is in, you know, I'm a gentleman. I let you lead into a segment, but this is my segment because it's time for a top three turf war. Neighbors 2 is coming out this Friday. So we're counting down the top three Seth Rogen flicks. I was a big fan of Neighbors 1. So big it's on your list? We'll have to find out. We'll have to find out. Uh, do you... Okay, well, I did just give you the after you. So why don't you start us off? What's number three on your Seth Rogen flick list? This is the end. Number three? I thought that would be way higher for you. Number three. Okay, uh, it's not on my list. Why is it on yours? I... Love this movie. I think I've seen it maybe seven times by now. Anytime Jesus. it's on television or I, I walk by it, I that find myself six and glued a half times to too it. many. What are you talking? You didn't like it? <laughs> you didn't like this is the end. You didn't like the epic ending with the Backstreet Boys. That was so cool. Yeah, I mean it was great. I I had fun in moments of that film, and then in other moments I was like, oh, I actually found that the cameos were more endearing than. Then Seth Rogen and his friends. So that's why I didn't make my list. Jay Bushrell is one of my favorites, and I thought he was fantastic in this. And I loved James Franco in this. I just everything about it, I think, was amazing. And I, I love that movie. It is, I think, maybe one of his funniest. Okay, number three for me on my list. I don't think it's on yours. I'm waiting. It is Funny People with Adam Sandler. So not on my list. Okay. I actually hated Funny People. I, I went into Funny People thinking it was going to be like a 40-year-old virgin or forgetting Sarah Marshall kind of flick, but I was knocked on my ass by, I mean, Adam Sandler was great, but I really resonated with Seth Rogen, who was desperately trying to let this guy cling to whatever life he thought he had left, and it is a very morose film. It is. And I, I just really gravitated to Seth Rogen trying to help this famous, famous comedian along his way. I think he also tried to was trying to make it his own way. It wasn't just selflessly helping. Oh, of course. He was doing it for the money and he was doing it for, for his, his own, own opera- career. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he's... Don't make him sound like some saint in this movie because he's not. He is the voice of reason in the film. Anytime Seth Rogen is the voice of reason in your film... You probably got a cool film. Like, he was the voice of reason in 40-Year-Old Virgin. He is the voice of reason in... That might be it. No, Steve Jobs. He was amazing as the voice of reason in Steve Jobs. He does a really, really good straight man. And people don't credit him for that. And I thought, although his jokes were really funny, to me, obviously not to you, in Funny People, 
uh, he it's a, it's a real dramedy, and I and I love that about it. It is a dramedy, but I just didn't think drama. You think it just it wasn't funny. Like I knew that it was telling jokes. I really didn't laugh. I I hated the movie. I really like I. It's going to be. I mean, I'm I'm already ready to kick it off the list because of how much I freaking hate that movie. Okay, well, so we'll have to battle that out. What's number two? Maybe we have some some others in common. My number two is Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs made your list. See, Steve Jobs didn't make my list. I thought it was incredible. Like I thought it was he was fantastic in the part. As I said, he is the voice of reason. But for me, you know, it, it's Fassbender and Winslet's film more than it's Rogan. So that's why I kind of, I kind yeah, of but that wasn't him off. that wasn't part of the deal. It was just the best Seth Rogan films, and it is a fantastic film, and he's in it. And so, and so I I've took that to mean that like pick the best film out of all of them not the best seth rogan well that's okay i saw it as the best you have your list and i have my list (laughs) so i i it didn't make my list uh my number two maybe on your list is knocked up not on my list not on your list this is the second judd apatow film that pops up on my list this is the one that solidified seth rogan as a you know a treasure in these in these stoner films. Also a leading man. Leading man. This is his first leading role. Uh, and I think he does so well being the likable, if not dim-witted hero, uh, opposite Katherine Heigl, who really just comes out as a bitch in this film. I mean, Well, then she, she talked badly about it, so it's hard to get behind her in this movie because of all of the fallout that surrounded it. And maybe that's why I see it that way now when I'm watching it. Um, but when I w- like at the beginning of the film, she's extremely likable. And then she just becomes this dour, I hate you kind of person. Um, and the scene, I laughed really hard. The scene with like the ninja stars in it when they're yeah. trying to escape. And she's being so awful. And then, he, you know, Seth Rogen pulls his shit together. And we get this really endearing finish, and and you you just like him from beginning to end, even though he's so much an idiot a lot of this film. And Catherine Heigl's supposed to be really likable, and I think it really works well in overall in the film because she's not as likable as she thinks she is, and he is so likable. He's super likable. I I think she's not really a likable actor in general. Um, so I think that's where it comes from. But Leslie Mann is freaking amazing in this movie. I love her. Oh, love Leslie Mann. She's always like a Paul Rudd. Love Paul Rudd. Love all all the things. This I is a great movie. I love when they go to Cirque du Soleil and they're high on shrooms, and I I love it. It's just such a. It was one of the first times I had seen a drug scene. And I really love the mushrooms. It. That was really the hel- most hilarious. Part. There are seven different chairs in this room. <laughs> like, why are there seven different chairs? I love that. And, it, you know, and that brought also Paul Rudd back to us. If we didn't have Paul Rudd back, we wouldn't have got Role Model. We wouldn't have got Ant-Man. And I'm just happy that Knocked Up and Seth Rogen could bring us br- bring us Ant-Man. That's They're, they're responsible, really. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one on your list. Here's our last chance. I have one in common. 
50 50. 50 absolutely. Yes. Number one on my list. Yes, yes, 100%. yes. 100%. Such a freaking amazing movie. We saw it together. We I did? bawled my eyes out. You made fun of my splotchy crying face. Oh, but honest to God, it's so good. And it's that's a dramedy. That's a dramedy. Now that you're laughing, you're crying, you go through all the emotions. It is an amazing picture. Seth Rogen does such a spot on job he with is, quite a dramatic role, really. He is so good in that role. And, 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 you know, you almost believe Joseph Gordon-Levitt shouldn't be hanging around with this guy while he's going through this awful cancer treatment until that scene where you find the... He's just trying to be there because of like he's he's bought a book and it says when your best friend gets cancer, what do you do? And you instantly realize he is clueless and he's just trying to he's spend just time trying with hard. Him. He's just he's trying, just trying to be so... supportive in any way that he can. And it's beautiful. And it's so relatable because I think that in that moment you realize that that's you too. Like I'm, I've been very lucky in that, uh, I have not been, I've not had anyone that is that close to me that has gone through cancer, but I would imagine that I would feel just like he does. I would scramble to get books. I would try to do the things to make them feel better. But you have a, you have a very close family friend who was diagnosed with MS. Yes. And you, you know, you guys have done all the all the things together where he's, you know, he, his diet is completely changed. Yeah, his diet's exercise changed. Exercise is so and important. It, and it's become also something that now I even I care about just from that. And also the fact that, like, I think that it's it's the food that we put in our bodies can affect our future healths. And so I try to get everyone a little bit healthier. But Yeah, I know. And I think... I think you can relate to uh, this character in a, in, in a way where we all are just trying to be there for someone. Yeah. And in this case, I mean, when he takes the photo of her cheating on him while he's going through chemo, man, I loved Seth Rogen in that moment. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you have to do that. You have to. You do. Oh, God, he's just... He is the best friend. He is the best friend. I love that. And now I need to watch this movie again. It's I, been let's, a while. Let's just, let's just wrap up the show. Let's watch this movie. <laughs> no, we can't. So do, number one. First of all, we need to figure out 50, this 50. list. Obviously, we're going with 50-50 yeah. as number one. Um, what was your number two again? You Steve had, Jobs. Steve Jobs. I want funny people off that. I don't want it. Well, it's not going to make it to the list because I got knocked up, which is going on this list. Knocked up goes on the list. Yeah. I'm totally cool because with that. Because that's my number two. I figure it's like Steve Jobs and knocked up. But what was your three? This is the end. I don't want this is the end on this list. So that, how that's about fine. We, we, go drop, with... we drop our number three. So what do you think? Is is knocked up I think... more Seth Rogeny? For our list, knocked than Steve up, Jobs. So knocked up is more Seth Rogeny, right? But Steve Jobs, I think we can both attest, is the better movie. But it's not the better Seth Rogen movie. But this was not the. It was. Listen, pick you have your, top your three way Seth of doing Rogen it. Films. I have my way of doing it. I just think Seth Rogen should be more present in a film that is called the Seth Rogen Top Three. No, see, then we should have called it the best roles Seth Rogen has had. But we said top three Seth Rogen movies. That is totally just movies that Seth Rogen is in. Okay, how many times have you seen Knocked Up? Maybe like. Two or three? How many times have you seen Steve Jobs? Twice. 
Okay, so you may have even seen Knocked Up more than you've seen Steve Jobs. It's been around and in longer. Your life, it's been around in your longer. life, you will probably watch Knocked Up more times, and Steve Jobs may fall by the wayside, even though it's a better, better film overall. It is a better film overall. Knowing also, you Seth and your Rogen, love for Seth Rogen, you will come back to Knocked Up more often What than love Steve of Jobs. Seth Rogen? You mentioned this in a text earlier. Yeah, I did. What love of Seth Rogen are you talking because about? Because of your this is the end fetish crush thing where you want to hang out with all these guys. Yeah, I want to hang out with them. you want to be with them. all these guys. I don't have a crush on anybody there. Well, Bullshit. Jay Bushrell <laughs> and Barishel. definitely James. <laughs> Bear Okay, fine. Um... And 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 I should get it at number two because you don't know Franco. his name. You don't know Seth Rogen's best friend's name. I should get number two for that. That this has nothing to do with who gets number two <laughs> or number three. I'm not. This is not over yet. I just think that Knocked Up shows a better range, and I mean, it's so impressive his, that it's one of his first films. I'm sorry. One of his. It's his first time he's ever been a leading role. What an impressive knock out of the park. I got to tell you that he's worked with Judd Apatow before and had leading roles in television shows with Judd Apatow. So I don't think that you can give it to him as some sort of impressive thing. I would not say that in Freaks and Geeks or Undeclared, he is the leading role in those shows. And I also wouldn't say that in 40-Year-Old Virgin, he has a leading role. He's got a supporting role. Sure, he has a supporting role. With Paul Rudd, again, if we didn't have Seth Rogen, we wouldn't have Ant-Man. I will say this, though. And Paul Rudd is not in Steve Jobs. Okay, Paul Rudd cannot be the deciding factor of who gets on this list. I will say, though, that Seth Rogen, like, whether or not you do a good job in your leading man status, that has nothing to do with your acting. He he already had an acting career. It was clear he was going to become a leading man just based on the past that he had had. And so I, I don't think that that is the impressive thing about this movie. And for me, his performance, if you're talking about just Seth Rogen, his performance as Steve Wozniak was Freaking amazing. I mean, he did such a good job. As an actor, he really elevated himself as Steve Wozniak. He didn't elevate himself in uh, Knocked Up. He was just himself, and he was really good, but he didn't elevate his performance to some crazy extreme. So, okay, I've got a, I've got an option. Okay. What if we put... If we put Knocked Up at two, why don't at three we put funny people? Really? <laughs> Okay, I'll give you Steve that, Jobs. That was too. that was about your as argument, funny. That argument. was about as funny as funny people. <laughs> I'll put Steve Jobs at two and knocked up at three. Okay, I like and that. then we'll we'll settle it there because you know we've been doing this for was, a while. We've been fighting. No, no, no that was a, you had a you had a really good point about how he does portray Wozniak really, really well. Oh my gosh, so and well. and he only does really play himself in Knocked Up, and we've seen that in other roles. So you know what, I will. Okay, I'm going to give that to you at number two. But really, everybody knows that Knocked Up is number two (laughs) and Funny People is number three. Funny People is nowhere near this list because it's awful. All right, so you want to count us down? (laughs) Yeah, I'll count us down. All right. Number three, we have Knocked Up. Number two... Steve Jobs. And the number one Seth Rogen movie of all time is... 50-50. Amazing. New segment time. Are you ready? I'm ready. I, You know, we never know what these themes are going to sound like. So, yeah, I'm ready. 
do 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 go go gadget do 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 <laughs> totally a take on the Inspector Gadget theme. I love it. Absolutely. I am clearly borrowing from uh, a That's okay. much they won't loved care. They uh, won't care. franchise. Netflix will come <laughs> after us for their new show. It'll be fine. Uh, so this segment, as Ivana pointed out, is Go Go Gadget. And this segment is all about cool gadgets that we found on like Indiegogo or Kickstarter or any sort of crowdfunding, really. Yeah. And they don't have to be active at the moment. And this one, in fact, is closed. It was funded. That's right. But we watched the video. We saw that it it will show up at some point if they keep going because they, they did raise a lot of money. They, yeah, they raised a lot of money. And uh, it's coming soon. So what's the gadget? It is called the Pick. And it is this adorable cartoon-looking camera thing that has, like, a flexy, what looks like silicone material. And you can, like, attach it to whatever you want. And it takes an hour of video. And it and it's adorable. It looks like a little monster. And they have different interchangeable heads. Like, there's um little horns in a troll hair and one with three eyes it actually <laughs> reminds me of monsters I, I just i love that it looks like a little character and it, it comes... does look like a little character and and the whole point of this is to attach to the things that sometimes are hard to reach at so maybe you want to attach it around your ankle uh, or or if you're wrist. hula hooping, you can attach it on the hula hoop, and then you do the hula hoop, and it takes a video of the hula hoop. Right, and it's and it's fairly durable, so uh, you can you know put it on uh, put it on your bicycle maybe, and it's not gonna fall off. At you least, can put it on your dog. You know, this is where I think we were going with this. <laughs> I think you just want to stick this on your dog's collar. So that you can watch her run around for an hour for no reason. First of all, I do want to put it on Marshall. But it's more than that. It just seems like a really fun little thing that you can just quickly rope around. Like, let's say you're making YouTube videos. Let's say you want to be a YouTube star. Just wrap it around I do want to be a YouTube star. All right. So then you wrap it around whatever you want and it films you and you're done. It's 1080p HD video. No big deal. But why would I want to use that one instead of a GoPro or, for that matter, like a professional camera? What What's the benefit? Well, I think it's cheaper. It's definitely cheaper. I think it's like 150 bucks. Yeah, like we can't confirm that, but in the Indiegogo, it was like 150 bucks uh, for, for one of these things. So I assume it'll be around that price when it comes out. It's just, it's cute. It's a much lower price point entry for someone, I mean... GoPros are awesome, but they're they're fairly expensive. You're talking 400 plus up to like 700 now for the newest model. And you have to get all the different accessories and all that stuff. This is smaller than a GoPro. It's e- it's like quicker, easier. It ties around things a little bit more um, easily. I guess I just want to hold it in my hand and make sure that it is as bendy and durable. And if I move, if like I'm putting it on my bike that would be what i would do because if some asshole hits me with their car i've got it on film and that's great um i want i want to see how really how durable this thing is and if i hit a pothole the thing's not going to go face down um i remember i got a i got a cool hd camera that was pretty durable 
This was back in the 720p days. <laughs> and I put it on one of these bendy tripods and I, I was able to attach it to my bike frame. And the first pothole I hit, it just moved and moved down. And this sort of reminds me of that. But if it's if I hold it in my hand and it's got like a stick to it that if it wraps around, it's not going to move. Yeah, maybe maybe that's not bad for bike safety. Mm-hmm. I'm sure as hell not coming over and put it on your dog. Well, once you have it, you would just put it on different things to try different things out. I mean, why not? What, what do you, you think do of with the videos? What well, they're like any videos that you take, you can share them on things such as YouTube, such as YouTube or Instagram. I suppose. I just feel like that's a lot of work. Like, what did you think? Like of- then, what happens? You got is there a USB input? You got to plug it into a computer. You there is. There's it, USB. Like that's a lot of work. And instead of just using like something that already tethers to the internet. Well, it's also Bluetooth, so I assume that it can also transfer the videos via Bluetooth. The USB is also for charging. Okay, that's cool. Um, so question for you. Yeah. Would you think of their their video, their plea for funding video? I liked their video. Like, I thought it was I a thought high quality video. It was a high quality video and just uh they had like, for example, this guy who was on I want to say a bike or, or a skateboard or something like that. Oh no, it was the um, the break dancer. Break dancer. And he put it on his like ankle, and he did break dancing. And just the quality and the way that the video looked, because it was taking a video from his ankle. But I was waiting for one thing in that video. What? Shot on a pick. Wait, what? Shot with the pick. I was waiting for them to say the whole video was oh. shot using one of these things. And so if they're using, like, GoPros to sell a camera that is supposed to do just that. No, you're right. You're right. That I, was what I was waiting for. I assumed that it was shot on the pick. But you're right. We don't know. We don't know. We don't really know. I mean, they saw. They showed it. They did show it. They would show you that it was on something. Then they would show you the view of the camera. And it was and freaking cool. All of those things were really fast-moving footage yeah whereas actually filming them was on a steady cam it looked like it was on something steady no i don't think so i really don't i think that's how the videos look i mean i assume that it was shot on a pick because literally that is the reason why i want to buy it if it wasn't yeah like if it wasn't shot on the pick those things i wouldn't want this product well we're gonna put a link to this product we'd love to hear from you are you interested in getting one of the little monsters with the hair so that you, too, can put it on Ivana's dog. I think the whole thing is that Ivana puts like 700 of these all over every part <laughs> of her dog and then creates some insane video. I, I wouldn't. I definitely would not buy 700 this of those. This is the tail cam. Ridiculous. <laughs> Trailer trash. Ooh, I like that. I did a whole head shake thing. Yeah, you did. End. Yeah. This week... We watched a trailer because mostly we didn't tell you what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we watched a trailer. Yay. <laughs> so that's what we did. Okay. Let's not just like downplay this, though. I'm glad that we didn't watch a movie or a TV show this week because. I think I'm more excited about this trailer than a lo- any, any other trailer this year. I know. It was. Okay. So what we watched, and there is a link, so please go and click on it. Pause the podcast. Watch that trailer and then come back and unpause us. I'm shocked at how much I was excited by this. So we'll wait. We'll wait. 
but now you're back, right? Yeah, you're so totally you're back. you're totally back. That's how that works. You press pause. You can't really, you went to the thing. Okay, so how we watched awesome the accountant. was the accountant trailer? What the hell Holy just happened? shit. It's like Jason Bourne with autism and- And that's so much cooler than just Jason Bourne. It, it is. It, it who is. Who would have thought that was cooler? It's so much cooler. I- I am floored at what, because we didn't know what was going on. We saw Ben Affleck in a still. We doing were literally some math. on IMDb.com look, being like, what are the most recent trailers? And I just was curious about the accountant because of the weird name. But like the poster had nothing to it. It's just the words, the accountant. It's super plain. And and I think Jay, even from that title, he was like, ugh, you're going to make me watch this trailer. And then we watched the trailer and it was epic. It's, it was really riveting. Oh my god, and it's like he's a superhero. He is a superhero, man. Okay. He's like I mean, a he's, superhero. He's not a superhero. He's just really good at being a crook slash No, I think he's uh he's I think I, he's like a gun for hire. Oh. Because he goes in and like finds the books and then he See, I thought remembers he all the, the books government. and stuff. He might. He might. That might be his job. Like We don't know like actually. Maybe they send him in and do these things where he he gets he goes in he like espionages his way to wherever you keep your books, and then he unboxes your accounting in his brain or something, and then brings it out, and he's like, "Here's what happened." Yeah, and then he kills people. And he kills people, and I'm just like, I mean, he was badass. He was fantastic. I loved how it started, where you didn't really understand where it was going. You had this this kid who obviously was having suffering some issues. For the first couple seconds, I was like, is he the dad of the kid? And I is thought that, that with this movie? But the voiceover was definitely not Ben Affleck. No, no, no. It was the dad. And and it was, at least I assume. But it it very quickly, you, you're like, oh, Ben Affleck is the kid. Right. And I'm excited. And then when the kid gets out of, so, so you're like, okay, he's not going to live a normal life. What's a normal life? Okay. This is very interesting. I love that egg shot, the shot of the eggs and how he makes sure his food isn't touching. Is not touching. That and they, came back. And they showed that a number of yeah, times. Yeah, it was a number of times. And I have a feeling that's because his days, like I think we'll see it a number of times in the film. That it's uh, reoccurring. Yeah, like he starts his day. But it then must he gets out of that this. car and you think, oh, this is going to end. This is not going to end well. Because there's as all those kid. guys as this kid. And then he just kicks the shit out of them. I mean, we don't actually see that. We and just the, see the one, the first the first blow. And then it's like, well, you know. You know what happened. Well, And then all of a sudden, Anna Kendrick's in this movie. And we have J.K. Simmons in this movie. And I'm just... John Lithgow crap, is in this movie. It is amazing. I don't uh, even know if he was in the trailer, but who cares? I am so impressed with this trailer. So we, we had to look up the director. And the director has some hit and misses, but he did... The pilot of the Americans, which if you haven't seen the Americans pilot or like not started, we did it a couple weeks ago or months ago, and it, it's fantastic show. Like I really liked it. Um, Jeffrey Tambor is also in this from uh, Transparent, and also from Arrested, Arrested Development. Development, of course. Um, this director also did Miracle with Kurt Russell, mm -hmm. which you know had some acclaim, but he also did Warrior with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. That was a that was an amazing film. Uh, I, I'm I'm expecting something good from this film. Now he had a couple duds. Pride and Glory wasn't so sweet, um, but I I really I'm excited about this movie, and I think I'm more excited about this movie than I am Doctor Strange. I'm more excited about this movie than Apocalypse. I'm more excited than I think any other trailer. It doesn't come out I've till seen. October, and I'm 
I'm now so upset that we saw this trailer now at this moment because we have to wait until October. It also, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like it's going to be an Oscar contender because October... But maybe it will be because we saw what happened with Mad Max Fury Road. That's that true. was a summer blockbuster. I, I don't think that this movie is like geared to be a a an Oscar contender in the sense of you put uh, a Academy Award nominee Anna Kendrick in there. You got Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons, mm-hmm. Academy Award winner Ben Affleck, Academy Award nominee. Or, may, or maybe winner. I can't remember if you. No, he, he. I checked it. He oh, just nominated. It. That's it. It's a. It's an Academy Award cast. It is, but I think that in terms of marketing wise, like this isn't a movie they made to win an Oscar. Sometimes they do, and that would be movies like Whiplash, for example, with J.K. Simmons. Whiplash you is. You think that was made for an Oscar? Yeah, like I feel like Whiplash is an Oscar movie. I think because I look at it, I'm like The Revenant was an Oscar movie. Yeah, The Revenant was an Oscar Spotlight movie. Spotlight Oscar movie. Oscar movie. So it's not like those movies. It's more like. A crazy cool action thriller probably has a pretty awesome like mystery in it. And if it rises above, it could then also become an Oscar movie. But I don't think that's the intention. It's not like someone made this movie for the Oscars. Where Spotlight, I think, totally, totally you know, Oscar bait. Yeah, Oscar bait. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. what do you do on October fourteenth? I might actually want to see this on should opening we just, night. Should we just like pencil it in? Yeah, let's pencil it in. It's a, it's awesome. It's on. You make sure that you bl- show Blake. I'll show Becky. It's double date time. I like we it. We haven't done that since The Gift because yeah. we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> so next week, we want to invite you guys to watch a personal favorite show f- of mine. I am excited to watch it as well. And it is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Now, I think it's funny that you say that you're excited because of the next segment we're going to go into, but I'll out you there and not right now. You're not going to out shit. I'm going to out you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Series survival. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You are <laughs> insane. <laughs> it's like the Predator is coming after these shows. Yeah, yeah, Good the Lord. Predator is coming after these shows. So Will if, they survive? <laughs> so last fall, we did this thing called Series Survival, where we made our predictions based on the trailers to upcoming series. Well, the time has come. We know more. We have the information. We've seen some of the shows. We've seen some of the shows. Some of the true. shows we've not seen. We are going to tell you... Another three shows that we predicted would either be renewed or not. And now we know the absolute truth. So, first show on Fox, Rosewood. Procedural. You were super excited about it. I was not as excited about it. It was a dude who can die at any moment and he's solving crimes. Yeah, but it wasn't just a... Come on. It wasn't just a dude. It was like the most handsome, handsome Morris Chestnut. (laughs) <laughs> I freaking love that guy ever since his days in the wood. He's a very handsome man, and he's got the charisma. I felt like- You know what? I, I really did like him, especially from the trailer, and I even saw the first episode, and it's pretty good. Okay. I didn't see the episode because I said it's going to get canceled. And guess what? You said it too. I said it too, <laughs> and we were both wrong. We were both wrong. It got renewed for a second season on yeah. Fox. 
Are those procedurals, man. You never know how they're going to play out. And also, it's Fox, so I never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never. Like, who knows? Fox cancels shit like Firefly. Well, that's kind of like, of course. They cancel anything that isn't, like, cookie counter. I know. I do. I know. But he is but good. You know what? Morris Chestnut. Like, FX doesn't cancel the shows, and that's a part of the Fox network. That's fair. That's fair. And actually, Jaina Lee Ortiz, uh, she plays the sort of the female detective in this. In the pilot, which I watched, I thought she seemed she came off super lackluster from the uh, trailer that we had talked about before. Because I felt like they didn't have chemistry. Yeah, and in reality, she's actually really spicy in the Ooh. show. Like They actually give her a lot of attitude, and it's fun, and she's not just a normal straight man, and I thought that's where they were going. But is it like Castle? No, you no. you got one who has a little bit of attitude and then one's a lot of fun? No, I, because Morris also kind of, he has attitude too. I think I it's like, like it. two people with attitude in a good way, but in different ways. Okay. He has his own type of attitude. She has her own type of attitude and it meshes really nicely. Um, so I definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan. I haven't seen, it wasn't like it hooked me. Like I saw an episode, I liked it. And then... I kind of just fell off the wayside because I had other shows that I actually really follow. But this is, I think, one of those shows that's really awesome for like, oh, I have nothing to watch. It's a pretty solid procedural. You're going to have fun. And so I'm not surprised, actually, now that I've seen it. That it got got renewed. Yeah, exactly. Well, number two on our list is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. This is a CW show. It's kind of a musical. We're going to watch it next week. We're going to watch it next week, as you know. But when we saw the trailer, I said it was going to make it eight episodes canceled. And I said that it was going to win a Golden Globe and get renewed. And guess who was right? It got renewed. And it won a Golden Globe. And it won a Golden Globe. (laughs) I, I just, I saw it and I was like, this is so fresh. This is new. This is exciting. And it's CW. And CW right now is taking a lot of chances and doing really well at taking a lot of chances. They really are. And I mean, they've just got, uh, They've got, you know, all the superhero stuff is going really well for them. The Flash is my favorite thing on TV. The 100 is really freaking awesome. I started watching The 100, too. Yeah, you're right. That is a good show. Yeah, it's really good. They definitely have a a, a demo. Like, they're looking at the high school students, and this is a little older than their demo. But I think, in reality, a lot of us that grew up watching uh, CW, uh, we're still watching it. Like, I'm still watching it. I also think that they're trying to catch... Yeah, the older Glee crowd. I think the ones who started out with Glee in high school, they're trying to catch that older older demo of Glee people who don't have Glee anymore, but it's a fun musical show. I wouldn't, and it's got a lot, like you- This is nothing like Glee, though. You'll see. It's not, like, you cannot compare the show to Glee, but we'll talk about that next week when we see the show. Okay. All right. I I think I can compare it. Well, not till next week you can't. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> I'll watch it. Uh, okay, and the last on our series survival this week is a show, another show by Fox, Lucifer, which is about the devil coming to Earth, and he's just taking a vacation, nothing, you know. And, 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 he's, he, and he's swarmy, but he's also super charming. And he pairs up with this cop, and they solve crimes. It's a procedural kind of mess. Another procedural. We both said that it was not going to get uh, renewed. And I said in, six episodes. And in fact. I like making these wild, like, you, wild, yeah, predictions, wild of, predictions of episodes. <laughs> um, I, it got renewed. It got renewed. So we were wrong again about Fox. I 
I thought I it was too spicy. It. I thought it was going to be too spicy for Fox, and I, I watched what do you this mean by one. Too spicy for Fox because of Lucifer. Why? Why would Lucifer be spicy? Well, because he's a little bit more spicy and as a character. I love that he goes both ways in this show. He goes both ways. Yeah, there's some episodes where he's like, like he's totally by. Yeah, well, I mean, he's Lucifer. What does he care? What oh, it's all about temptation. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So, uh, so this was the last one on our list this week, which puts Ivana two above me. Two above you. I mean, we still have we have eight. We were we talked about eighteen different shows. Damn right. And we'll be reviewing each and every one of them. So who knows how this will end up? We don't know. It could end up that I'm more awesome than you and I win. Or it could end up that you're more awesome than me and you win. And we've currently, granted we were a little lazy on this. Did you see Jungle Book? Not yet, no. Okay, never mind. (laughs) I'm trying to remember anything we've talked about where I was right now. (laughs) Um... But we have put the call out. We did it last uh, episode. We haven't heard from anyone yet. Crickets, crickets. Don't say that. It's a, it's a fact. We have a great show. We do, and we have awesome listeners and, like, a lot of them. But nobody is participating on this challenge. We asked you guys to let us know what embarrassing thing the loser should do that we will YouTube premiere for everybody. Um, and we haven't heard any calls yet. So, uh, And we were lazy. We only just put the call out on <laughs> Facebook today. So that's, that's a little bit on our, our bad. Um, so we're waiting for some, some responses. And we'll keep you guys posted when we hear something. That's it for today, folks. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in again next week. We would like to take a minute and give a quick shout out to Be One Step Ahead from the USA, who left us an amazing review. And, you know, you got to listen to this guy because he is one step ahead. So he knows about all the good things coming out. He probably knows that the accountant's going to be awesome. He probably knows that I'm going to win this challenge. He is one step ahead. When did you become a dad throwing out those dad jokes all over the place? My dad jokes... (laughs) <laughs> better than anyone's dad jokes <laughs> who has a child. <laughs> Just listen to me, okay? Jeez. <laughs> if you would like to help us support the show, we would really appreciate it. If you could hop onto iTunes and give us a quick rating and a quick review. We have been noticing those reviews are coming in, and we really, really appreciate it. It helps us grow the show. If you'd like to reach out to tell us that or anything else, you can find us at friendselephants.com. Or Facebook slash Friends Elephants. Email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com. Or catch us on Twitter. I'm at It's Ivana. And I'm at Jester J. Thanks again for spending a little bit of time with us. We'll be back next Monday with an all new episode. So till next time. Nerd on, Ella friends. Friends.